you know what you got to do when someone gets in your face? What's that, Barry? Yeah, tell them, get out of your face. Get out of your face. No, no. <laughs> no, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a... I love that part of the movie. It was so funny. Yo. <laughs> What's going on, guys? My name is Barry. And this is Colby. And this is who watches this. Boom. Ding. Music. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the third week of Christmas movies. Woo woo! And uh, man, do we have what? After you watch this movie, what some might say a Christmas classic? <laughs> right? Yeah, because uh, we, we we did the the first uh, week we did um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Silent Night, de- yeah, yeah, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And then I went on a little spree and I watched all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so we I needed a little a little family friendly. Uh, right. <laughs> I know originally movie, origi- Christmas movie after that. <laughs> originally, I wanted to do um, a little guilty pleasure movie of mine, which is the holiday. No. Oh. With uh, Cameron Diaz. Yes. And Kate Winslet. <laughs> but you know, I was like, oh, I'm not like. Still, we you know I don't know about Kobe, but like talking about romance movies, unless they're like hilariously bad or just boring to talk about, <laughs> right? Like who? What do you say? Like oh, Jack Black's hilarious and Jude Law so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, the way I found this movie is I had to look up Christmas movies you might have never seen before. Okay, and uh, because this is across the pond, as they would say, right? I've never seen this movie. Neither of you, right? I had never seen... I don't think I ever even heard of this movie. Right. <laughs> besides, um... And also, like, some of the actors, like, we've probably never really seen before, besides, uh... The Leprechaun. Right. Warwick Davis. Um... The... The girl that's playing Doctor Who. Yep. And, uh, Santa, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Where is he at? I couldn't... Like, I could... I could totally picture him not as Santa... But, like, it was hard to put him in a movie. So oh, yeah. he's got to be, like, I was... Like he was a, in Gangs of New York. That's all you need. Uh, I never saw that. Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I did see the Moulin Rouge. Oh, yes, he was yeah. in that. Yes. Yeah, like, I, mean, I felt like he was, like, like some professor from Harry Potter or uh, something like that. Like, that's the kind of feel he gave me. Yeah, well, he's, he's, like, a British actor, so he's, like, in all these, like, movies that are shot in Britain. Oh, he is. Harry yeah. Potter and the oh. Deathly Hollows. Oh, there you go. He's prof- <laughs> Oh, he's Professor Horace Slughorn. <laughs> he has that face, right? The yeah. very professor face. <laughs> no, but today we're going to be talking about Get Santa from 2013, I believe. Yeah, and uh, before we get to talking to the mo- about the movie, let's go with our little movie trailer here. Oh yeah, Santa's in jail. Preposterous! Not if Steve and Tom Anderson have anything to say about it. A father fresh out of prison tries to live on the straight and narrow, all for his son. But things go haywire when Santa tasks him to help him save Christmas. One problem: How does Steve even know if if this is the guy? If this guy's on the straight and narrow, he does it. It has to rely on his son's faith and old Chris Kringle to go on adventure to get Santa back on his sleigh so he can save Christmas. Talking about 2013's Get Santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this yeah, I'm. I'm I'm sad that I've never... I, it took me so long to watch this movie. I, yeah, this one's definitely going into Christmas rotation. <laughs> are you going to show uh, Teresa? Yep. 
Yeah. Does she love Christmas movies? She kind of hates holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the Grinch is more her speed. <laughs> yeah. She no. loved the live action Grinch. Oh, well, it's Jim Carrey. Yeah, right. And Jim Carrey does what Jim Carrey does. <laughs> right. That was out like four or five years before I saw it. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I was like, this isn't my cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> and his heart grew three times that size that day. With a little x-ray on the chest. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I hope she, I hope she likes this. This, this. this is a little bit of, like, both, right? You have a... You have this father who's out of prison and right. trying to be a better person. And uh, yeah, they actually split it up pretty well. Where you have it's it's really two stories. You get Santa's story, and then you get the the father son story. Yeah, which is great. I, I like that. Um, just because it gives it fleshes it out a little bit more, and right. you have time. Yeah, to really digest it all. Like the the part the bits with Santa is really comedic. For the most part. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. And then you have this heartwarming story with the father and son. But uh let's uh let's let's get let's get to the review of this movie. We're gonna again skip a little bit just because it's a almost a two hour movie. Mm. It's an hour and like forty five, I think. Okay, okay. It's pretty long, right? I it didn't feel like it didn't feel long, so it, I didn't realize it was... Because this took you on an adventure. I, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we, we do start off with a little uh, stock footage of this guy skating through London. And in the sky is Chris Kringle taking <laughs> his new sleigh out for a joyride before Christmas. Yep. Which seems very uh, uh, very irresponsible there, Chris I, Kringle. Right, <laughs> later on the elves say the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah and so uh we we don't know it yet but chris kringle or chris santa claus crashes his sleigh right but before we get to that we see this man coming out of prison on christmas eve right or like the day before christmas yeah, eve or something yeah. like that right which is nice you know like hey get out you know you can go see your kid you deadbeat <laughs> <laughs> go live in this halfway house <laughs> Make sure you you report to your parole officer. I write every single day, or she's throwing you back in jail. Oh my god, that's like how do you okay? So like, say you get a nine to five, then you're like, okay, I get off at five, so I can't get to your office until five thirty. Am I going back to jail, you winch? <laughs> she's putting you back in jail. She kind of reminds me of the principal from Matilda. <laughs> I could see that. I right? could totally see that. Yep. She has like this a little pet toad. Yep. That she's trying to feed flies to. The toad's <laughs> like, oh, I don't really care about you, lady. <laughs> but, yeah, she's super... Like, he plays really no other part. Just, like, she just carries him around. Right, because that's the only thing that loves her in her life. <laughs> yes. And little does she know that, uh, but uh, lizards do not imprint <laughs> like that. I think you have to, like, be there when they're born. I think that's how lizards imprint, right? Yeah. But then we get introduced to a kid playing on a train set with... Uh, who we don't know is his stepdad. Right. And, you know, it's uh, obviously it's a Doctor Who's child. But uh, he has a pretty vivid imagination. They're playing trains. Yep. And he's like, oh, no, we have to save the lady on the train track. Oh, he's, oh that's right. That gets pretty dark. <laughs> he even does, like, the death rattle for the old lady. <laughs> he's like, no, her her legs are chopped up and she's bleeding to death. 
<laughs> it's like it goes on for a long time. Uh, and the dad's like, but the ambulance is here. It's coming. And he's it's like, too no, late. It's, it's too late. <laughs> and the mom's like, all right, if you guys are done doing death scenes over there, can we eat real quick? And then we get a call from Steve saying, like, hey, can I stop by to to see Sam or to see Tom? Which, you know, I think we understand. Like, at least they're pretty civil. About they it. are, yeah. She's just yeah. kind of like, no, you can't just call him and just show up. Yeah, and then he he's pretty understand. Like, he's under... What's it called? Like, very uh, understandable. Right. About the situation. He knows he messed up. He's, you know, he was a getaway driver, we learn. Yeah. <laughs> because he gets accused for stealing. He's like, ah, technically I didn't steal. I drove away from the stealing. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. I, and then and you get the idea that he's not very reliable because uh, the, the son overhears the phone call and he's like, Dad... Why can't dad come? And he's like, well, because we don't have anything going on tomorrow. So he can come and play with you tomorrow. And he's like, well, he said he wanted to come today. What if he can't make it tomorrow? And he's like, well, dad doesn't have anything to do. He just right. got out of prison. He's like, well, you know, dad, he probably won't be able to come tomorrow. Right. Which man, is, is, is a very sad lack of faith from your own child, right? But if you keep messing up, that's probably understandable. So he writes to Santa. He says, Santa, can you... Help my dad not let me down anymore. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh man, this kid is uh, packed filled with uh, father issues. <laughs> but uh, but then we see the letter shoot up into the uh, into the what's it called the chimney, right? Yep, and into the shed in the backyard. So you're like, what's going on with there? But they so he wakes up later. He uh, he well he catches his mom and his stepdad making out, and he's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but then he hears something in the shed, and when he goes into the shed, there's a le- there's a, a man dressed in Santa's clothing, with the letter in hand. Yep, and just so, kind of taking a little a little nap, <laughs> a little power nap, you know. <laughs> Even Santa needs that. But uh, you know, he gets startled awake, and he talks to he talks to Tom, and he's like, "I'm Santa." <laughs> so, he, so so what does Tom do? He calls his dad, right? And he's like. Dad, there's there's a man in the shed. There's a man in the shed. He's gonna show me his plans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so and, weird. And, and, and and Dad's like, you go inside and tell your mom get away from the strange man. Right. He's like, no, this is Santa. It really is. I can't tell mom. <laughs> that's a that's a little joke for the adults. This 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 portion of the movie. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah. So, so what's it called? Um, Steve. He rushes over there in this beat up looking Winnebago. <laughs> <laughs> right, his old, old shagging wagon. Right. His yeah. I mean, obviously, I think that's where Tom was conceived in. Was <laughs> little family wagon over there. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, but you know, Steve, Steve rushes into the back. He accosts the man who's claiming to be Santa Claus. But yeah, it was hard, you know. This guy's—he's so jolly, right? And he's like, he's like, he's like, you don't don't get mad at me. You know who I am. Look at me. <laughs> you've seen, you've met me before, Steve. That shooting star back when you were seven. <laughs> but uh, no, he tells Santa to get out of here. Toby, Toby catches Steve in the shed, and. Is like, actually very cool about it. Yeah, very solid guy, right? Like, usually the relationship between the stepdad and the real father is kind of very murky. Right. But, you know, Toby is a solid dude. He knows where he's at. Right. 
Yep. Right. And I think uh, I don't. I've never been in that situation, but I feel like that's the standpoint that I, that's the point. That's where I would stand. Right. I was like, he. You know, I can't keep the real father from the son. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, but it's also one of those things he could have been like, "Oh, uh, your ex-husband is out here in the shed," and then mom would have gone ape. And, uh, you know, oh, been yeah. like, no, you don't get to see him. And, you know, but right. by, by just being like, ah, no, it's, it's just nothing. A, just a cat. It's just a cat out here. Solid guy. Yeah. You know, and, and, and to- what's it called? Steve nods in respect, like, thanks. Right, man. Yeah. All right. And so, uh, so everyone, you know, everyone calls it a night. But you know who doesn't call it a night? Santa. He's I gotta, feel He's got to go rescue his reindeers. Right. <laughs> And man, Santa climbs this wall with these spikes, on, like these razor blades on top, or like buzzsaw. <laughs> I think it's like the uh, the reindeer got rounded up. By yeah, like because the they're just roaming around like London, dog catchers or whatever. Right. So they're kind of like in the pound. Yeah, <laughs> and so Santa tries to break them out by making some sort of like levy lever situation, <laughs> like a teeter totter. Yeah, thing, teeter. he's gonna jump on one side and kind of get the. Launch the uh, the Launch reindeer, the but uh, but we see it on the CCTV, and he breaks the plank. <laughs> so the police arrest him. Santa gets thrown into jail. Everyone's making fun of him because he looks like Santa, and they're like, "Oh, what's what's my gift for for Christmas this year? Why don't you sit on my lap?" <laughs> yeah, prison prison might be tough tough place if yeah. you uh, if you looked and acted like Santa, right? <laughs> But, um, no, so Steven picks up Tom the next morning, but before Tom gets into the car, he's like, if you don't take me to Santa, I'm not going with you. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, he's understanding negotiations, you know, this guy might, this kid might become a great businessman one day. Right. And dad's like, sure, jump in. As soon as the kid gets in, he's like, we'll go to the mall. And the kid's like, nope, not that Santa. Yeah, the real Santa, the, the one in prison. Santa. Yeah, he's like, let's go to Harrods. It's like their Neil uh, Neiman Marcus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been there before. Mm. I still got the green tote bag that you can get from there. It's awesome. <laughs> it, this lasted me like twelve years. <laughs> uh, so he's like, oh, I can't take you to the prison, dude. Like, come on, let's just go to the mall. You, we'll, we'll pick out some gifts. He's like, no, we have to save Santa, or else Christmas will be canceled. Yeah, he's, he he gets the idea. He's like, well. I was just in prison, so <laughs> at least I know the guards that I can, like, bribe, bribe or talk into. Right. Keep giving me five minutes with Santa, and then I can convince the kid that he's just some, some crazy dude. hobo. Yeah, so they, they, get into, to, they get into the prison. Santa is, like, in a Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> jeans and jean, jean jacket. And, you know, uh, Santa, again, he's, he's like, I'm Santa. And then he's like, all right, fine. Tell me something that only I would know. And he describes the night where he met him, where he was crying. And uh, the gift that he had given him was the Rubik's Cube. And he keeps it not because it's from Santa, but because it was the last Christmas he had as a family. Yeah. Kind of heart-wrenching. Right? <laughs> I love how they always do these, like, in these movies where, like, people finally get to meet the real Santa. All right, prove it. And then they're like, tell him some heartwarming moment, and you're like, how do you know that? <laughs> but um, but Tom is totally convinced. He's like, we have to go save the deer from Richmond Park. So they go to Richmond Park, and Santa tells him, Dasher will be able to tell you. He can communicate. 
But the only thing that we didn't know is that the way that these reindeer communicate is by farting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit of grunting, but mostly farting. Yeah. Which is, you know, classic little potty humor. You know? Yep. But they can't find Dasher, and then the police are coming because they're on what's called like a private land. Right. Yep. And so when they get back into the uh, Winnebago or the family wagon, freaking Dasher's in there. <laughs> And they're like, you are Dasher, aren't you? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, stop asking him questions while the windows are up. <laughs> yeah, so they find out that, uh, what's it called, Dasher's going to be able to lead them to the sleigh. So when they get to the sleigh, oh, wait, so, but before that, right, Santa yeah. is, is making friends with the barber. Oh, right, because uh, uh, Dad's like, hey, the one guy here that you can trust is the barber. So go talk to him and uh, let him know that I... That you're friends with me, and he'll 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 cover for you. Yeah, well, I think I think right now it'd be a lot of bit a little bit easier if I just explain Santa's whole situation in prison because that's like one little contained I, portion right. of the movie, right? So so Santa makes friends with the barber, who then helps him become prison tough. And so as he as he's living in prison, he yeah, because he's his, like he's like he's like, oh, you can't cut my lucky beard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the rules go that if he tries to shave, it'll just grow back like in the Tim Allen movie. I, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> but uh, no, it's cool because the barber is trying to teach him how to be prison tough. He calls him Mad Jimmy Claus. <laughs> and he tries to make Santa Claus like act tough. It's hilarious. It's super give funny. Him some cornrows. Yeah. <laughs> give him some cornrows on his, on, his, uh, on his beard as well. Yep. Hilarious. Yep. But then he runs into Warwick Davis, who's just like working out. And he's like, oh, my God, an elf. <laughs> and he sings, like, a little elf song. He's like, I know a song that no elf can resist. <laughs> and then Warwick Davis, being the much bigger man, yeah. is like, you know who the smallest people? Bullies. And walks. <laughs> but then Santa gets, um, he gets roped into playing Santa for the families that are coming to visit in prison. Right. Right, and then uh, he's able to help with the decorations, like super fancy. Yeah, kind of a little, almost like uh, Elf. Yeah, from, uh, you know, you know. Will Ferrell and Elf, where he's like, he makes all of, like the the paper. Uh, yeah, the paper snowflakes yeah. and stuff super fast, and he paints all the like the, the toys. The toys that everybody. One guy even comes working. with a gun. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he does all the gingerbread houses. Yep. So everyone's like really happy because this guy's like helping them, you know, with their families. Yeah. Trying to make this visit as bearable as possible right and even warwick davis is looking at him and he's like wow like all right he's a solid guy right and then santa is able to prove himself because when he when he stands next to the window all these letters come flying yeah and he's like well i am who you see santa claus (laughs) and then he gives everybody a little rundown of their whole life probably like one of the like the parts of their life that they really look back to and it's like that, that was a happy moment <laughs> and so everyone kind of believes he's santa right but uh let's get back so they, like the main story though is with tom and steve yeah and so steve steve goes to the sh- the sleigh he accidentally lets go of all the magic dust <laughs> right just a little compartment a little like gas tank of magic <laughs> dust steve's like um 
it's empty. It's like on the floor already. <laughs> Which I was kind of like, couldn't you just like scoop it back up and I, put it back in? Right, but I don't know how much magic dust there was, how much they need. Yeah, so. just like yeah, like just take the top layer, you know, like. Spray. <laughs> but um, no, he finds in the glove compartment a a manual. Yes, he's like, if all else fails, and then Tom is able to see that we're supposed to go to Suffolk, a tower in Suffolk. Right. Which, uh, while all this is happening, freaking the PO office, the parole officer is like, you're gonna go to jail because you missed the appointment with me. She's like pretty fucking Right, because he, he basically, he's like, you know what, I gotta do the right thing. I gotta call my parole officer and ask that if I can uh, come to uh, the uh, my appointment later because we're trying to help uh, Santa. Um and the and, kid, and because the kid's like, yeah, we know you can't go. Yeah, you can't go and drop me off and go to your parole officer. You, we have to kit save Christmas. So he calls up, and she's like, "Hell to the no!" Yeah, she's <laughs> fucking evil, dude. She is miserable, so she wants to make all of her parolees as miserable as she, right? Yep. Because like, as, as all this is happening, they're actually finding out a lot of things that are happening, right? Especially with Santa Claus, who they think is a man from twenty years ago named Harry Mitchell, who uh, yes. looks the same. Yep. <laughs> Who, like, got, who got caught uh, sliding down a, a chimney and then got arrested, and, right. <laughs> but somehow escaped. And so they assume it's the same person, even though he looks exactly the same 20 yeah. years later. There's a huge, like, listen, there's a huge difference between 43 and 63. Right, yeah. <laughs> Mainly the wrinkle, <laughs> the wisdom in your eyes, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's so ridiculous, right? But they they find the manual, so they have to travel to Suffolk. But before they can get there, their car breaks down, and so a police officer comes by and he's like, "Oh, what's going on? Looks like you guys blew a gasket." And it seems like everything is gonna be okay until Dasher starts making some noise, and yeah. then Dasher knocks out the police officer. <laughs> so now they have to travel on foot. They they try to hitchhike. But now there's like a little APB out for them. Right. And so. Yeah, so now you have the parole officer trying to get him thrown back in jail. You have the chief of police who's now like, oh, he assaulted a police officer so we can arrest him on new charges. And so it's just a whole. <laughs> yeah, it is piling down on him, right? And so as they're trying to hitchhike, they finally are able to hitch a ride. But then they kind of trick the guy because then it's only them two. And then as they start walking up to it, they bring the reindeer. And he's like, oh, my God, what? No. <laughs> so when they get into town, you know, they, they're like, oh, hey, there's the van that did or there's the truck that didn't pick us up. But we don't know where he's at. So whatever. And they try to get away in disguises. And the truck driver actually sees them on the TV. Right. And something resides with him or something like that, right? Right, because it's about the, you know, it's like his father is uh, wanted by police for trying to prove that Santa is real for to his... To his son. To his son. And this guy's like, uh, you know what? Sometimes uh, having a heart is more important than doing what's right. Which I'm really glad because I thought he was totally going to take him to the I, cops. Yep, I thought it was going to be double-crossed too. Right, but no, he actually takes him to the tower in Suffolk. And he tries to give Steve a little advice, like, hey, man, I get it. You know, I'm divorced. And, uh, you know, it's hard. So, you know, just follow what your heart says. Yep. Don't listen to your head. Sometimes, you know, it's wrong. <laughs> but they get to the tower, and they're like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Like, there's no entrance to this tower. And then at the same time, 
the police and the PO office, the parole officer find out it's Harry Mitchell. And so, like, he's, for some reason, put into solitary. Because I was like, how is he even reaching, you know, like, how would they know to just put him? He's already in jail. Right, but because he had escaped, they think he's an escape artist. So they were like, we got to put him in solitary. That way, there's no way he can he can get away from us this time. Yeah, but he, like, escaped during transport, right? I right. was like, you guys already have him in jail. Why ruin the Christmas, right? Because all these kids are expecting this Christmas. This uh, b- big black guy is, like, super, like, believing him. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and he's like, he even, got, he even got Warwick Davis to help him try to escape. Because Warwick Davis apparently has a... Shawshank type of tunnel out of, <laughs> I love that part of the movie right when they escape alright but so yeah um, you know Barber calls Steve and he's like hey man the guy's name is Harry Mitchell he has priors he's crazy dude he's a scam artist so you know Steve obviously is now like devastated because now he has all these charges so he calls his parole officer he's like listen I'm here like please don't take me to jail Right, and she's like, "It's fine. I won't take you to jail." And then she hangs up and looks at the head, of the the sergeant. He's, He's like, like, "But you can." What a bitch! <laughs> 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 Nothing but coal for the rest of her lives. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> nurse ratchet. Right, but Tom is able to look at the book, and he's like, "Oh, Dad, there's a code, and it's actually the little spinning thing is the key or yep. the lock to unlock it, and it's the Big Dipper, and once that." Once that opens up, or like once they open it up, a little staircase opens up, a little chute, and you see all these letters fly in at the top, and they learn it's not a tower, it's a mailbox. It's a giant mailbox. <laughs> this, I, first of all, I was like, how do you just let this stay here? As, as a progressive, like as a, as a city that's trying to expand, how do you just let this tower? It's an ancient tower. Like, it's a, it's a historical, historical monument. monument. Okay. That's a, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> But um, Tom is like, we have to go. It's going to lead us to Lapland, which is what they call the North Pole, apparently. Right, yeah. Lapland sounds... A l- I was like, that sounds a little dirty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right? It, it couldn't yeah. just be me, right? Well, Elf City. They no, call- that's, that's, one, that's one of the cities in Lapland. Yes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, no, so like Tom, like uh, what's it called? Dasher... It distracts the dad for a little bit, and then Tom slides down. So of course Steve has to slide down, and right because he's kind of like, "Hey, if all the letters are going here, there's got to be somebody inside who can help us." They don't realize that this is a magic tunnel through the Earth to the North Pole. Right. That's why. You, that's why we're not allowed to dig into the Earth because of Santa's secret tunnels. Yep. <laughs> but it takes them all the way to Lapland, and they get uh, introduced by with uh, some some elves. Yep, little little Keeblers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call them, right? <laughs> little Keebler elves. You know? <laughs> or do you think Keebler elves are like more down south? They're like uh, you know warmer temperatures. Oh yeah, right? I think probably. <laughs> they, yeah, the, I never see any snow in the Keebler commercials. Yeah. Do you, Do you think they beef like? Oh, you make toys. We make delicious cookies that give <laughs> Americans diabetes. <laughs> But they're and, and <laughs> all right. So at this point, Steve is all eggs in this basket. It's real. Yep. Elf City. There's a bunch of like elves and reindeer walking around. So they hatch a plan 
to uh, prison break Santa out of there. Right. Yep. Right. Meanwhile, Santa is is gonna get prison broke by the leprechaun. Yeah. You know, it's just one mythical figure helping out another mythical. Right. Figure. Yeah. Like that. Like it felt like the elf is just kind of like, hey, you know what? You take me to Elf City, and uh, I'll get you out of prison. Right. That way, I don't have to worry about the cops, and you don't have to worry about the cops. I know. I was really glad that at the end, Warwick Davis went with Santa Claus. I yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I was like, dude, there's like, there's no way they're gonna throw him back in prison. Like, right. Yep. <laughs> But um, no, and so so where so what's it called? Uh, Steve is uh, convinces the elves to let him fly the old sleigh, right? And we have um, retired old Prancer, <laughs> eyes looking a little glossier <laughs> for my liking, and what, this, like a, a horn and a half. <laughs> no, he has three teeth. <laughs> yeah, he does have a horn and a half. You know, I was like, dude, put that <laughs> guy then, down. And then my favorite part is they're like, well, you're breaking Santa out of. Uh, prison oh <laughs> who's gonna get the uh reindeer and they're like oh otis will and, uh, <laughs> oswald oswald yeah <laughs> oswald will yeah oswald's like the friendly neighborhood squirrel yeah. i i think that's the squirrel from norse mythology you know <laughs> well i forgot ratatasker <laughs> <laughs> but um no it's cool i like the little uh their little explanation of what the northern lights are yeah, it's magic that the reindeer can gallop on. Right, yep. And, you know, in this part, um, they go to save Santa, right? We have Santa's bag of to- awesome tools. Yes. He has a little gadget that Steve or Tom uses that shuts down all the lights. Right. He's got a little, uh, like a little wrist brace that's got a little lock pick on it that'll, uh, oh, man, well, that you, is you cool. grab a doorknob and it picks the lock for you. That is, man, you know, if Steve didn't go into straight and narrow, that's definitely one I try to pocket. Right, yeah, you better not lose that in the person. <laughs> no, but you know, he, he he gives it back. Of course. Right, uh, but hey, we see uh, Steve actually use one of the little slinkies that, uh, uh, that expands a... Ah, Right, chimney, right. It was awesome. So as they're trying to break, uh, they break into the prison. And they're trying to break Santa out. Santa actually gets, uh, yeah, by a Warwick Davis. He's like, come to the gym, and we'll take care of him, and we can sneak out of here. Yep. And so <laughs> there's this fight between Warwick Davis and the cop, <laughs> and Warwick Davis is like, dude, help me! I'm a freaking little person. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, how Santa, he, he he can't he doesn't he doesn't want to hurt anybody, right? Right, right. Because in this one, we learned that Santa, born in Lapland, was taught that there's poverty all over the world, and he wants to give every child a gift for Christmas. Yeah, you know, and so he's a very soft-hearted person. But until but the guard goes to say, I hate Christmas. If it was up to me, I'd cancel all holidays. <laughs> and it's probably the most mad Santa's ever been. <laughs> and we actually find out that they get out of here Shawshank style with the tunnel. Except it doesn't lead to the poop shoot, thank God, right? Oh, right. Yeah. But um, when Steve and Tom are like, where is he? Uh, they're like, I forgot how they do it. But, the, oh, the letter. The letter pops Oh, right, because they're, they're like, hey, you, we don't know where Santa went. And they're like, hey, if we write a letter, the letter will follow Santa. Right, and then, uh, I love the part where Tom, the, the, his kid, is looking at the poster, and he puts his finger in there a little <laughs> bit. Because that's what they did in Shawshank, right? Right, yep. Yeah. 
And so, um, we actually, they actually meet up with Tom and Tom's mom, Steve's ex-wife, and Toby, and they all get in this little Audi, and they're like, "Try, you have to go to the park. That's where the the sleigh is at." <laughs> and they're like, "Why? I'm not going any. We're not going anywhere." But Toby's like, "Nope, Just pedal to the metal." They shoot. They start going. Oh, uh, what's it called? They're getting chased by cops. But then Santa has like a little gun in there. Yeah, they're like, you can't shoot at the cops. It's like, oh no, it's okay. It's It's just pellets. Super sticky, smelly pellets. He's like, I use it sometimes to stick onto the roofs. I was like, oh my God, there's poop on everybody's roof. And, and, And Santa is shooting cops with poop. One gets in the face of one officer and she's like, She's yelling I've in the shot. <laughs> they're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And she's like, "It's poop." And it's like, "It's okay. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll be there. We'll be fine, right?" But they get to they get to the park, and Santa is finally able to, you know, get the sleigh ready. He puts the magic. You know, uh, Stephen puts the magic dust in the tray. Yep. And you know, and all the cops show up at the same time. The uh, the sergeant and the parole officer are like, "Ha ha ha! Where are you gonna go? Wow, this is a really elaborate plan." And uh, you know, Santa stands up and he's like, "I just wanted to be known to, I just wanted to be known entire. I didn't even know you could use that word like that at just at the end of a sentence. That Stephen Anderson and Tom Anderson are who saved Christmas." And they're like, ha, 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 And then he starts the sleigh, and it lifts off. And they're just like, oh, my God. The parole officer and the sergeant are holding hands because there's this weird sexual tension between <laughs> Yo, them right, yeah. throughout the whole movie That to the point where, like, the partner notices it. And she's like, do I have to be here for this? <laughs> and Santa lifts off into the air and flies to to deliver presents right save christmas for all the world yeah. except for australia because we hate them. and new zealand yeah well no like no, remember, remember it just you, you hear on the radio is like oh it's, it appears that all the children in australia are waking up to empty stockings <laughs> has christmas been canceled <laughs> so so i just gotta know like in this world is is santa like all right so people are not stuffing people's stockings it, like who do they think does it in the morning, right? <laughs> it's I, apparently Santa, always. But then, like, you're like, who did that? You're like, you're like if you don't believe in Santa, you're like, who did that, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, oh, maybe maybe it was Dad. Maybe like you know, as as the parent, yeah. You're like maybe it was Grandpa. Maybe he came in here later that night, put some stuff in. No, listen. If if like one morning my stockings were just stuffed, I was like, oh my god, Santa's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the end of movie. But before we get into anything else, let's get into our other segment: high star, low star. Kobe, would you like to go ahead and read the high star? Uh, will do. <laughs> I can't believe anybody gave this a low star. <laughs> it's three. It's not that low. Oh, that's, yeah. That's... There was one one star, but it just said okay. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> so we got the Tina. Giving it a five out of five. A great gift of a film. Um, I'm not sure why this movie isn't talked about more. uh, Because it is amazing. 
I bought it because I'm a little bit of an angel and I love Jodie Whittaker. I was not disappointed whatsoever. This is such a good, a, a feel-good, comforting Christmas movie in all the best ways. But it gets better. It's also surprisingly hilarious as well. The actors are fantastic, and there were moments in the film that had me in tears. I won't go into details as not to ruin it. Trust me, you will need to watch this film. It will become a favorite quickly. True that, true that. I, I totally agree, because it was like two times <laughs> where I was like, oh, oh my eyes seem so moist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it Did it get you when he was talking to the prisoners? I was yeah. like, oh, oh my God, I would yep. tear up too. <laughs> yep. So we have uh, Einsatz, three out of five stars, ho, ho, hum. If you like a lot of fart jokes and Santa who ends up in prison, you'll love this movie. Santa, played by Jim Broad, Broadbent gets bumped off course and found a boy who asks his ex-con dad to help save Santa in Christmas. For the most part, the film runs the course of no one believing this is really Santa Claus. The fantasy elements that would persuade you otherwise appear very late in the film. In between, there's a lot of snide, fairly rude humor. What? Really? No. There's a prison break and a... (laughs) Probably the elf thing. (laughs) Uh, there's a prison break and a chase sequence requiring Santa to shoot deer poo pellets at the police. If you like non-kid friendly holiday flicks on the salty side, you're welcome to it. I would definitely show this to, like, not to like four-year-olds, but like five, six, eight-year-olds. I think every kid would love this. And reindeer's farting. What at least boys? What little boy isn't gonna think that's the funniest thing in the whole world? <laughs> yeah, this movie is is so it's it's funnier than I thought it was gonna be. I, right, right, and it's it's the moments with Santa <clears throat> in prison. <laughs> when he comes out with the corn rolls, yeah, <laughs> and they start playing Ice Cube. Yeah. Oh no, they they're, yeah they're playing uh, NWA's. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, end with attitude. <laughs> yeah, I I was cracking up. Oh, man. and then like, and he totally breaks character the moment he sees Warwick Davis, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, an elf! Hey, hello, little elf!" And Warwick Davis is like, "I'm not an elf, man. <laughs> that is very rude." And he's like, oh, "I know a song that elves can't uh can't resist." <laughs> I like to build toys. I like to put things on shelves. <laughs> I totally don't know the full song. And then, yeah, these, like, yeah, then the elf's like, you're a bully. Yeah. Bullies are only this big, so I'm bigger than you. And walks out of the room. Yeah. And uh, he looks at the barber and goes, was I being rude? And he's like, oh, yeah, yes. Yes, you were. But, but elf isn't a bad thing. <laughs> you know... It's so, it's so weird, right? Like, why why do we have two different depictions of elves? Right? We have, like, these little stout elves on the North Pole. Right. And then we have these, like, Dungeons and Dragon fantasy elves that are tall and sexy. Oh, yeah. we Yeah, it's true. We got Legolas kind of elves. Right. I always wondered, like, what who made the distinction? It's like, no, 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 no. They're tall and sexy. No, 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 no. They're I, short and stout. You stuck. know what? 
I, I, I read the Lord of the Rings books way, way back, like the Hobbit books. Yeah. And I don't remember them depicting uh, elves as beautiful. I pictured them as... Kind of alien-like? No, but like... ears? Like, I guess maybe like... Dwarf-sized? But like, maybe maybe cute dwarfs? I don't know. Right. Less hairy dwarfs? <laughs> but I definitely didn't picture it being like... Like oh, Orlando Bloom, I I now have uh, unusual fantasies about uh, elves. Oh, I know. I think maybe because they're like, oh, okay, you know, the fantasy world is a little bit, it's too cluttered with little people. You know, we can't have dwarves and elves that are the same stature, mm, right? So we right. got to make them tall and sexy, and yeah. they live forever. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Well, but Kobe, what are some of the parts that you liked about this movie? <laughs> I, uh, I really, I laughed a lot at, because I in no way expected reindeer communication to be uh, farts. Like, <laughs> that, it, it totally struck me, like, sideways. Like, I, that was just, it was hilarious. Like, I was just in no way expecting that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, like I said, I like, literally laughed out loud. When the when the NWA song came on and he comes out with like the cornrows and his like his beard's like Viking beard, it's awesome, it's so great. And you know, there's like there's plenty. I feel like there's plenty of like heartwarming moments in here. You know, we have like the son airing out his grievances with Stephen. Right. You know, he doesn't even call his dad dad. He calls him Steve. Yeah. And Steve is like, you know, it wouldn't hurt you to call me dad. And basically he replies, like, I will when you start acting like one. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's a smart kid. It's a little smart mouth, you know. <laughs> it's a little slap. No, I was kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, and so, like, that, that, I think that was probably one of the best parts of the film is just watching these two kind of grow together you know because yeah yeah because at the end you know like one of the things that santa can't do obviously is like with people they can't bring people back from the dead you know he has like genie rules right yeah because he says that yeah to the kid because he was like he was like i read your christmas letter and he said uh you know what your wish was that your dad would stop letting you down and i'm santa i can bring you toys i just can't grant wishes like that yeah but you know he also says it with the prison one of the prisoners he's like oh i I remember you asked me to bring your mother back after she left you and your father and that's just something i can't do but your mother does live in yorkshire and there's not a day that goes by that she doesn't regret that she left. Yep. And the, and this hulking big black guy is in tears. Yep. <laughs> because it's like, man, how do you, you can't just like drop that bombshell on anybody? <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know, probably for him, it's this huge like weight lifted off of his shoulders. Like at least he knows that his mom regrets it. Right, and that she's still alive, and that you know that she still thinks about him. Yeah. It's, yeah. And so, like, and then, so, what's it called? Santa tells Tom, like, you know, I can't do that, but you've done that yourself. Right, yep. You know, like, sometimes adults aren't as grown up as we want them to be, but it's it's our kids 
that help us realize. Oh, yeah. No, that's so like there's like a lot of good messages in this film, which, you know, like I'm glad that they really did balance it out with the fart jokes <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the poop grenade launcher. Because, <laughs> yeah, because some of it would get a little heavy. Like, like like the moments, yeah. Oh right. Oh like oh for like are you talking about other movies? No no like in this like some of them and then like you know so then it it really brought you back when when they when they make the fart jokes and they make you know <laughs> uh, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So man. <laughs> so like this like as I was watching this I was like man this is a really great flick. Uh, there's like a great relationship between the 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 dad the the dad actor and the son. <laughs> right, and even though they make this Santa a little, a little more silly than than jolly, uh, I, I thought he did a great job. Like, like I, I want this Santa. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I like, I like the fact that, like, you know, like in other Santa movies that we get, Santa is pretty magical. Right. Yeah. You know, like when he has to jump into a, a chimney. It like it already expands for him. Yeah. In this one, Santa has like a whole bunch of gadgets. He's he's uh, clumsy at times. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like when he first tried to break into the animal shelter, he was trying to go up the drain pipe and it breaks. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> and then when he tries to catapult the reindeer over the fence, he breaks the plank. That was hilarious too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, man, you know, I was just like, I really like it. I was. In prison, I was like, oh, man, come on, he has to have some powers. But, you know, I, but, like, we, we, we also don't know what the rules are for Sansa in this world. That's true, yeah. But yeah. I guess he's been doing it for a long time. Right, yeah, and that is kind of like that painting toys and, you know, cutting out snowflakes. <laughs> That's, you know, you, you spend your whole life doing that. You get pretty quick at it. <laughs> I know. I did like the part where the guy tried to get his gun painted. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I like the way he presented it, too. He was like, he had it on his waist belt. And he pulls it out like, come on, Santa, paint this one. Just gunmetal black. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, man. Kobe. Oh, I, I wish I had a kid to show this to. <laughs> I, right. He's like, oh, Santa's so silly. Forget the corn rolls. Yeah, the, that has to be the most memorable part for me when he shows up with the corn rolls, though. <laughs> oh man, what did you think about the parole officer as the villain? I, you, I, you, you hated her. <laughs> yeah, she did an excellent job at you knowing that she was, even though she's the law and you know she's trying to do the, the lawful thing. She's just, she's just, like I said, Nurse Ratchet. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, like I guess you know, after a while, if you've done a job for so long, it becomes almost like systematic to you, right? Yeah, like everyone is just a number. Like they all say that they won't do it again. They all say they change. They don't. Oh, right, because she even called him on that when he was like, he was like, yeah, no, I'm, I, I went to prison. I'm not doing that again. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah. It says every other parolee. But man, I, I thought like PO like meetings were like once a week. At the most. Right. Yeah, when she was like every day, I was like, oh, he is on a tight leash. Right. Like how long do you have to do that for? Three months, six months, depending on your sentence, right? Right. And it's just like, oh man, how do I make time to come see this 
miserable old bag. <laughs> you know. And when she's being all mean and she's eating that little meat pie and that fly lands on it and then she sticks the fly in her mouth and he's all like, uh, uh, do I, like, you could see his face is like, do I say something? And then she's like, why are you still sitting here? Well, and he was like, uh, uh. No, I think she knows that there's a fly in uh, her mouth. Uh, what? Uh, once it once it went in her mouth, she yeah. did. But then she's she's not going to be like scream and spit it out. Nah, it's gross. I'd scream and spit it out. That's yeah. fucking disgusting. <laughs> she really powered through that and swallowed that fly alive. Yeah, I feel like I was like, you should at least bite into it because, like, if you're swallowing it, you could probably feel it move down your esophagus. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> You gotta follow with some more food so it doesn't find its way back up. Oh, oh. <laughs> Come out like like from like how they do from dead corpses, like through her nose. It's all slimy and it like when it tries to like opens up it wings, you have that little slime string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she she told you did not like that she saw him in that she saw he saw her in that moment. Right. This yeah. it was disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, she. I, I what's it called? I also like the the dynamics between the sergeant and the partner because the sergeant looks like he's a little bit of a tryhard, right? And yes. And the partner's like, "Can we stop? Like, we should probably get back on the road." <laughs> <laughs> or like when they're flirting in the office, she's like, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> uncomfortable." <laughs> I've never been in that situation where like two people are having. The tensest like, sexual right, tension, like awkward flirting. Yeah, it's and I like I'm, you know, I'm 33 years old and I'm glad I've never been in there and I don't want to ever be in that mm. situation. Yeah, right. So if I ever have kids, it's like, no, nah, I don't want to meet your boyfriend. There's gonna be a lot of weird sexual tension in there. <laughs> you know, you're 16. I know what 16 year olds want to do all the time. <laughs> You guys are sitting across from each other, no under-the-table hanky-panky. It just pops into my head. There's a commercial, and I don't even know what product it is, so it's a poor commercial. <laughs> but there's the kid, he's like 14, and he looks over at the, at the like, dad. Yeah. And, uh, like, they're eating cereal or something, and he's like, he's like, Mr. Oh, Anderson, yeah. I would just like to say that your daughter is an excellent kisser. And, like, his face is just like, what? Uh. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, is uh, is uh, Miss Anderson also an excellent kisser? <laughs> I, I think it was, like, five gum or something like that. It's so sour. The, the What's it called? The candy? Yeah. yeah. Something. Because I was like, man, I would kick that kid out so hard. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, this, this definitely, if it's not. It should be on your list, right? Oh yeah, this is a, this is a must see. Right. So uh, if this is the first time you guys are joining us, thank you. But we do our four, we do our reviews in four sections. We have stream it, DVD, Blu-ray, and Ultimate Box Collection. Which I feel like you could throw in two other like movies around like around this situation, like this type of genre of Christmas movies. Right. Yeah. Right? Like Santa's Escaped or something. <laughs> well, not Escape, but like Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah, like Ernest. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's hard because like that already probably has its own box set. That's true. Ernest, that, that would be Ghost collections. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Kobe, I, where oh, you at? I, I'm I'm definitely gonna go pick this up on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, easy. This, this, this was a lot of fun. All right, it, it, this is easy. This is an easy Blu-ray pickup. It's like it's old. It's new enough 
to where like it could it could you know the quality could get better or whatever or like you know maybe there's like a little comic in the back and it's it's uh the producer is uh Wrigley Scott what? alien uh, uh Prometheus <laughs> Ridley Scott helped produce this film yes that that is fucking brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of go. I like. I went. And I was like, I saw the name on the on the credits, and I was like, that name sounds so familiar. I know, I know that name, but I never connect him to a movie like this. So Wait. I had to look it up, and I was like, holy crap, it's the same guy. That's that's Dude. and like everything is like sci fi horror, and then yeah. there's like this one. <laughs> Family friendly Christmas movie. Wait, are you saying that this and the Aliens universe, this takes place in the Aliens universe? I I believe that makes them the same universe. (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) That'd be like Christmas. Oh, it's called Santa Saves Christmas from Aliens. And he's just there with a shotgun killing xenomorphs (laughs) left and right. Oh, dude, that would be the that would be an A class crossover, <laughs> like Santa saves Christmas, and then oh no, no, this is how it goes, right? Santa, Santa's delivering, right? He's in space because that's how he gets around fast, right? But then all of a sudden he gets knocked out of orbit and lands lands on a planet, and right next to him, all you hear, all you see is dreadlocks, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yes. He he's also stranded on this planet, and it's Santa and the Predator must escape planet alien. <sighs> so on the cover you see back to back Santa Claus and a freaking Predator <laughs> just fighting xenomorphs. <laughs> I I at least see a comic book made out of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be amazing just to see a Predator and Santa Claus back to back. Like the predator gives Santa Claus like the what's it called the shoulder cannon because he recognizes his uh, his magical aura. <laughs> oh, that would be a, that would be a crossover for the centuries, right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed this week's movie. And hope you guys are having a wonderful holiday season. Right. I hope it's not getting too stressful. You know, I know for some of you guys, family is coming into town. The house is getting a little bit uh, cramped. Yep. You know, uh, the parents-in-laws are complaining about the the rump roast, or I don't know what people eat on Christmas, like white people. <laughs> <laughs> like I, to me, really, Christmas dinner is kind of just a a copy of Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, it's is really it? really pretty similar. Oh, see, that's wild, because for, uh, I think for, at least for my family, it's been Chinese food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Christmas morning is always Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Well, oh, really? Oh, that's like a thing that you've that's always had? Since I was, like, a little kid. So you, so do, now do you just make them yourselves? Yep. You, like, have it with Teresa? Are you, like, usually with Teresa during the holidays? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, man, you can't have that by yourself. That's just you too just many cinnamon make rolls. Make cinnamon rolls, and then you have, like, a... Like the uh, green and red Christmas uh, sugar cookie, like sprinkle, and you sprinkle it on top, and it makes it like festive and Christmassy. <laughs> How many is that? Like twelve per pan. Eight, eight comes in a in a in a roll, 
And so if it's just two of us, then obviously only one roll. If there's, you know, if we got family or something, then we'll make like two two oh, rolls. Yeah. I think the last time two. I did that, I, I actually Max. mixed it up. Mm. So I got the cinnamon roll thing from the Pillsbury because I'm too lazy to make my own dough. Right. But oh, then yeah. I like, as I rolled it, I was actually putting like, you know, like marshmallow, uh, graham cracker, like crumble, oh. and then the chocolate. Ooh, you so, fancied it up good. <laughs> It was a cinnamon roll s'more. Mm. I, uh, I, oh, and and just a little cheat out there for anybody who just is like, I cannot wait the 15, 18 minutes it takes to cook. If you have a waffle maker, you could, mm. you could throw like four cinnamon rolls in a waffle maker, close it. It's like 30 seconds that the sucker's done, and they are delish. <laughs> and, you know, this is why America is leading in obesity <laughs> rates, right, guys? Like, I don't think in any other country do we ever, do we not lead in diabetes <laughs> and obesity. <laughs> we just love to explore with our... We love to really mess with our food. Like, That's, yeah. I wonder what, like, other countries will be like, oh, my... I think, oh, there's a video, right? A little side note before we uh, end the video. I think there's, like, a video of, like, other kids... Or other people trying out an American breakfast. And they're like, you know, they give them pancakes, waffles. They're like, oh my god, this is so much sugar in the morning. <laughs> they're like, how do you not go back to sleep after eating this? Like, breakfast. <laughs> they're like, breakfast should be light. It should be something to, you know, jumpstart your stomach, you know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and it's <laughs> After I watched it, I was like, fuck, that's so true. <laughs> Like I, I don't even. I, I love pancakes. I love waffles. Yeah, but I think I eat those like now. Like I eat them like for dinner or like for lunch or something like that. Because I feel so groggy afterwards. Right. Yeah, and it's not even. Yeah, you don't even get any eggs. You know, <laughs> no, no protein, anything. It's just just all carbs and sugar. Yeah, unless unless you want to be a what I think me and my friend used to do, we would make pancakes. Right. We well first we would fry bacon. Fry some bacon, right? And then you make you put the pancake, and then you put the bacon inside of the batter. Oh. And then you flip it. Now oh, you have something geez. savory. Yes. And, you know, that's also, like, another fat thing to do. <laughs> right. And then put some honey-glazed uh, fried oh. chicken on top. Oh. <laughs> Delicious. With some powdered sugar wine. Oh. All right, guys. Well, we, we, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Again, we hope you guys have happy holidays always. Definitely. And I uh, hope you guys get to check out our Amazon links. Maybe maybe you need to do some late or like last-minute shopping or shopping for after Christmas when yeah, everything's on sale. Amazon Prime still should get it to you within three or four days at least. Right. So definitely try to help us out with that. And, of course, if you want to wish us a Merry Christmas, uh, hit us up on our Facebook. That's probably the easiest way to talk to us. Uh, you know, say hi. Give us some suggestions. The new year is coming. And, of course, we want some uh, some new ideas. And uh, we always uh, love to hear about what movies you want us to review. Totally. <laughs> My name is Barry. This is Colby. And this is who watches this. If you guys want to check out the Desert theme music, it is Lee Rosevere. It's called Arcade Montage. It's on her album Music Podcast 3, and her bandcamp is down below. Thank you.